What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. Today, we are talking about should you sell your home in 2021, part two. Did you miss the wave to sell your house or not? We're going to get into it right now. Stay tuned. Hey everyone, I'm Josh Azuniga, co-founder of the Inside View Real Estate Podcast, where we give you bite-sized pieces of information and give you an inside look on all the major topics, whether you're investor, buyer, seller, or flipper. Stay tuned. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. I am your host, Josh Zuniga. This is the Inside View Real Estate Podcast. I'm with my co-host, Carl Foyne, and today we are talking about a big topic that sellers are really, really going to want to tune in on. Should you sell your home in 2021 part two? Carl, let's dive into it. So now we've passed, you know, the first uh, seven months or the first period, the first two quarters of 2021. And we have definitely seen a shift in the market. This is my unamused face. And he's not, we are not I'm surprised not about this, guys. Absolutely. Y'all done messed up. You done screwed up the market. Uh, if you didn't sell already... You got about how much time? Two seconds? Three seconds? It's, it's already gone by. You missed the wave, guys. You missed the boat is what I'm trying to say. So what I was saying as far as we've seen a definite uh, shift, what has been the shift? We've seen inventory People increase. tired of the bullshit. Buyers are tired <laughs> of it. Straight up. Sick and tired of it. Oh, my they're God. They're going to these houses, and there's like 18 offers. They're waiving appraisal contingencies. They're waiving inspection contingencies. Mm -hmm. Sellers, you're being greedy. Stop doing that shit. You're kind of fucking it up for everybody. Seriously. So legitimately, like the buyers are just, they had enough. We've reached the point where it doesn't make financial sense to purchase a home, right? For a lot of people. It doesn't for a lot Depending of people. Depending on what price range you're in. I mean, mm -hmm. you're looking at it, you're like, I'm just going to rent. And maybe that's the best option right And now. that's not even a good option for some people. Well, because the rental market is jacked the up. The rental market is insane right now, just within Arizona. Arizona has one of the highest increases in rents. In the national, entire world. Yeah, yeah national. In the entire world. 9.6% is the last stat that I saw. Yeah, and that's probably really conservative. And that's conservative. I that's really conservative. That because Cause I'm looking at rents. I don't know about you, man. But yeah. like, I see rent increases like 500 a year, 1,000 a year more than they were last year. Yeah. You know, I've got people that are like, dude, should I even like stop renting right now? Because if I can't find a house, my landlord, if I don't renew, renew right now, I'm going to be stuck paying a thousand more than I was a year ago yeah. for the same place, essentially. I'm, I'm on the landlord side of that. One of my, I have one of my mortgages at 1600 bucks. I run it down for 2000. He just asked me, Hey, can I move out? Cause I'm looking to buy a house. I'm going to help him with that. And now I'm going to charge 2400. Yeah. The only reason why is because I set the tone and set the market because I had another client buy in the same mm -hmm. neighborhood. And I put it on 24 and we got it under contract or got it under lease for yeah. $2,400 a month. It's a 20% increase, it's, one year. wild, absolutely. Which is insane. So what I really think here is that the sellers, like if you are going to sell and you have the option to go rent for a little bit, go do that. It's my honest, that's my gut. Mm -hmm. Just because I, you know, I sold, I divested early as I always am. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I just did it too soon. So like I sold the rest, last of my properties in February and I held on for another three months, four months, I probably would have cashed out an extra 100 Gs each property. But, you know, it is what it is. You just never know those things, especially you when you're thinking like as an investor, you're trying to be ahead of the market, not behind it and make mm -hmm. moves, you know, before you actually see some type of shifts. Like, if you're looking to sell now, you would still be getting, you know, top, top of the out. market. Yeah, but like, this market. is the week, like August 1st, 2021. Like, this is the <laughs> week, right? And so, like, I think we're going to look back at this particular period in time especially the last eight months, seven months, and be like, holy shit, that, that was nuts. Like, yeah. we're going to talk about this for, like, the next two generations of real estate agents, right? Yeah. 
And so, you know, if you have the opportunity to make a move, now's the time to do it. Yeah. 100%. And let's even talk about, let's go back maybe into like maybe even um, April and May and really discuss on like what are some of those indicators that we actually saw, you know, the market shifting. One of them obviously is, is um, probably buyer fatigue mm-hmm. and exhaustion. You oh, know, totally is. with uh, the, the median home price, even I just saw like for Maricopa, it almost went up to like 400000 within the last year. Which, which is, is nuts. Which is wild. So for millennials that are trying to get into buying their first time home, you know, compared to what happened in 2019 to 20 to 2020 to 2021, they're being priced out of the market. So the affordability index for them has definitely shrunk or they probably can't even afford a home at this point in time. Yeah, it's been really, really tough, you know, and I called it. So I did a video May of last year when the interest rate started to go down and I did the calculations. You can go to my YouTube channel, you can actually find the video. I predicted a 24% increase in home prices because of the variability in interest rates. What did we see last year? 24%. Yeah. It's nuts. But understanding that you know, it's been such a seller's market for so long that I think even when we hit normal, it'll feel like a buyer's market. You know, just because we've been so one-sided for so long. What's your take on that? The feel of it, yes. Uh, just because obviously the increase that we have in inventory is not going to be something we've seen over the last year and a half, right? But the truth of reality is there's still the uh, supply is still not going to be there. But uh, are the buyers going to be able and willing to still get back into the market and, and see if hopefully the rates stay the same or if they go down, if they increase, everything's changing. Mm-hmm. Whatever the rate happens with the rate, everything's going to change. Yes. Okay. You know, especially with like, even one of the indicators as far as things changing, you know, life started to get back to somewhat normal, you know, back in, um, in April and coming into May. So the, um, the focus on purchasing a home wasn't there anymore. People mm-hmm. were going on vacations. They were, they were having a good time. They were getting back to restaurants, just getting back to normal. And from what I see now, if usually within Arizona, we have a second peak coming into the fall. Mm-hmm. You know, are we going to have a steady increase in home prices? Who knows? But just like you and I were just talking, we are starting to see price reductions, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Price reductions. What was the stat that you gave me when we so walked in? So I pulled in? the stats this morning. So yeah. there's roughly 73 or 7,400 active homes in the market. Mm-hmm. 26.4% of the active homes today have taken a price reduction of 1% or more. Wow. That's a crazy stat. Wow. And I think it's because of agents. Yeah. And greedy sellers. Yeah. And so what happens is, you know, the agents are like, oh, just throw it for 50 grand more than the comps. Comps don't matter. Fuck it, just throw it up and see if it sells. Well, it didn't sell because buyers are tired of your shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so the buyer's gonna look at it and be like, no, seller, I'm not paying that. Whereas, you know, six months ago or three months ago, they would have been like, yeah, I'll pay for it. It's definitely, know, it was a consideration. It was a consideration. At least yeah. it was in the realm of possibilities, but now it's not realistic, you know? And so the buyers are like, I'm not paying that. I'd rather just stay where I'm at. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think some common sense has entered the market which is very, very refreshing. Finally, like yeah. people are coming about their senses. Agents, stop screwing up. You're, you're making no sense in the market. You're throwing shit up just to appease your sellers. Don't do that. Like bring in the old school comps, do the comps, do the work, you know? And so we listed a house for a dollar. People lost their freaking minds. People oh lost yeah, their tell minds. me about that. Guys, they did list yeah. a home for a dollar. What happened So long story short, we listed a house for a dollar because I had a training and somebody actually took me up on it. I said, if you want to try to you know, find the, the true market value of a home, throw it up on the MLS for a dollar and see what happens. Number one, we got about 800 calls from people who wanted to buy the house for a dollar. <laughs> That's not going to happen, right? There's no such thing. I'll, I'll double it. But it really shows you that the list price has nothing to do with the market value. Mm-hmm. And the market value is very somewhat tied into the appraised value, but not always, 
right? So yeah. like what somebody's willing to pay for the house might be different than somebody's opinion of the value, which is different than the list price. And so what we're seeing is the list price getting corrected back to where the market values are. And we've needed that for a long time. Yeah. We need that. Absolutely, man. And even obviously going back into the agents, yeah, there definitely hasn't been a lot of pressure from the sellers because it's like, oh, this is the time to sell. I can make, you know, an additional 50000 I'm hearing my, my friend, you know, my, my coworker, my mom, my dad, everybody's selling their house, or at least a good chunk of them. He's like, I want to cash in on that and get as much as I can. And trust me, I've been on the side where sellers, you know, are, are putting you in a position. It's like, no, we have to list at this price. Mm-hmm. And it's, even what I say, I was like, I'll tell you what. I was like, these are the, this, is, this is the comps. This is what the expectations are based, based off of the sales. This is the gospel, okay? If you wanted to list at this price, great. But I'm going to set expectations for you that if we do get an offer, wonderful. And I'm going to set it up to pony up so where it can be to where you can have an appraisal waiver or whatever. But if it doesn't get that and we are here two weeks later or 30 days later, the expectations that I set for you are going to come back to say what the market value and what somebody's actually willing and able to pay for. I have those conversations because it saves you that awkward conversation when you have it, you know, two weeks from now. What's wrong with my house? Why isn't it selling? Mm -hmm. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with the house. You know, on average market, um, I say like two years ago, even la- uh, yeah, two years ago, it was definitely 40 days was- 40 to 50 days was, was pretty typical. Yeah, was absolutely. pretty typical. Some ha- somebody doesn't get an offer in, in one week, they're like, oh my God. Something's what, wrong. What happened? Yeah. What do I do? Well, you overpriced it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Which, which a lot of people were doing, but you know, so is there still some hope out there for, for sellers? I do say yes. Yeah, the market is still doing really, really well, but I don't think it was blazing hot like it was in like the beginning of the year or the, especially the first quarter. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for, you know, to make some moves and tap into some of that equity that you built over the last year or two years, I think you should definitely start having those conversations. Talk to one of us as far as real estate agency, exactly what your house is valued at, the true value of what we can get it for, the true value, and actually, and and be realistic, you know, and be realistic because like I said, the market is happening, the shift is occurring. We don't know exactly what the data is gonna be in the next 30 or 60 days, but I'd rather be, you know, in front of the wave instead of the bottom. 100%, yeah. well said. Any, any last words we have for that, bud? Don't be stupid, don't be greedy, <laughs> keep it real. Yeah, keep it real, ladies and gentlemen. So if you guys are looking to sell your house in 2021 for the next quarter three and quarter four, make sure you have all your statistics right and make sure you have a good agent on your side. We're more than happy to help. Until next time, guys, we miss you. We love you. Stay tuned for the next episode. Have a good day.